This is Fashionability, your guide to accessible style. Finally, style within reach of everyone. Hey everyone, welcome to this very special episode of the Fashionability Channel. It's our two-year anniversary celebration. My name is Laura, I am your co-founder, along with Emily Davison, and we have a fun episode planned. I'll be getting Emily on the line with us so you can hear us reminisce about the last two years of the Fashionability Channel, and I'll be serving as your virtual door monitor as I welcome special guests throughout the program. In fact, the voice you just heard is our friend Drew. Hey, Drew! It is Drew Weber, so excited that the Fashionability Podcast is in its second year. Happy birthday, everybody. You guys are doing such a fantastic job with bringing fashionability to the inclusive style community. (laughs) Thanks, Drew. Really appreciate your well wishes. Okay, you guys, it's time to get Emily on the line and stay with us as more guests drop by and let's get this party started. Hello. How are you? I'm good, I'm good at my end. How are you? I'm okay. It's so great to actually get to do a show with you. I know. I don't feel like we've done one like together together since we first started, which is quite strange. We talk all the time, but we've not actually recorded together in ages. It's true, but this is such a special show. Happy anniversary. I know. Happy anniversary. I'm so glad that it's been two years. It's been amazing. I can't quite believe it's been two years since we started. It's definitely been a work in progress, hasn't it? We've undergone a few changes, haven't we? Oh, we certainly have. And I mean, we've been learning from, since we started, so we've been learning as we've been going. So it has definitely been a learning curve for both of us. I mean, because we've had to turn our hand to editing, to web design, to knowing how to use plugins and widgets and knowing how to manage social media. So, you know, I think it's a job well done for both of us. I think it's been a really massive step and it's it's been it's been great but we've actually learned so much stuff as we've gone on in the two years we've had some really great guests and some fantastic contributions as well we certainly have and we've had some really great stories and just been able to speak to so many different people from different backgrounds and to hear their views it's been absolutely incredible and the, the stories we've heard it's been really fascinating to hear different people and their perspective oh hang on a second emily It looks like the first of our party guests have arrived, and they've all been interviewed on Fashionability. Hey, ladies. Hi, I'm Vicky from Around and Upside Down, and I would love to wish Fashionability a fantastically wonderful second anniversary. And well done for keeping going so long and putting out such amazing content. I've discovered lots of new bloggers and activists and amazing disabled people through you and have really, really enjoyed reading interviews and features. So it's been um, a pleasure not only to have been one of your first interviewees, but to have been able to be a keen reader ever since. Um, In the last couple of years since I gave my interview with yourselves, I've been doing lots of fun things, lots of fashion and beauty related things, um, catwalk shows and group endeavours. I've been, on the slightly more serious side, I've been um, 
engaged in a lot of um, disability activism and just trying to make the world a little bit of a better place for people with all disabilities, um, physical disabilities, invisible disabilities, making sure that the media is giving us an accurate portrayal, that we're getting the best deal from our countries really. Different countries um, view disability in different ways but um, I know in England we've got certain pressure points that um, need to be pressed with regards to um, accessibility on transport, accessibility in um, websites, ex- um, accessibility to education, um, basically just making sure that um, people with all disabilities can live um, the life that they choose, one that is um, of their choosing and is not hindered by obstacles that society puts in front of them. So that's, that's actually a, a lot more fun than it sounds because it's involved lots and lots of clothes and makeup. But I really hope to be um, speaking to you again this time next year and talking all about fashionabilities excellent um, podcasts and all the fantastic work to make disability more visible to the general public. Happy anniversary again. Ta-ta. Bye. Thank you. Happy anniversary, ladies. This is Alicia Cersei from Fashionista.com. And we've been really busy here in Nashville since we last spoke. I have been fortunate enough to be able to speak to design students at the local fashion college about making adaptive clothing as part of their curriculum. I've also worked with a couple of adaptive clothing companies, including a company out of Kentucky called Alter Your Ego Jeans. In addition to that, I also write a bi-monthly column on fashion and disability for Disability Horizons magazine. To top it all off, a couple of weeks ago, we just put on Nashville's very first inclusive fashion show, featuring models of all ages, sizes, and abilities. It was called Fashion is for Everybody. You can read more about it on my website or on fashionisforeverybody.org. Thanks again, and hopefully year three will be your best ever. Happy anniversary. Hi, Sarah Alexander here. I just want to wish the fashionability a happy second year anniversary. Happy anniversary, guys. Um, Not much really to report on over here since my last interview a few months ago. Um, I am currently raising money for a power chair. I've got to raise £5,000 and I'm at 4.5. So that's awesome. I went to put my deposit down on my new wheels today. Um, Other than that and boring health stuff, um, everything's going really well. So yeah, anyway, happy anniversary and keep up the good work. Thanks so much for the update, ladies. Back to the show. I find all of this really uplifting for people who have disabilities from all walks of life, just to know that there are so many people out there who are trying to make a difference in fashion. I totally agree. And, you know, to to know that there are so many people out there with the same views and similar views that we have, it's been a really inspirational project for me to work on for the last few years and to certainly as well with you because I mean I think you're inspirational and you've just taught me so much about 
so many different things. So I just think it's for me, if I could sum up fashionability in one word so far, it's been inspirational. It really has. It's been very educational for me and eye-opening in that I really had no idea when we first started how many people are as aware that people with disabilities aren't well represented in print and digital media and that there is so much of fashion that is inaccessible for us and that we have some important work to do with respect to building that bridge between people with disabilities and the fashion industry. Yes, I absolutely agree, and so many people have had similar views to our own that you know there's not enough representation on the catwalk or brand campaigns, or that the the, the fashion and beauty scene as a whole is not accessible in terms of being a disabled shopper as well. So I certainly think it is very comforting to know that we're not the only ones who have these views, and that it is very much an issue that needs to be worked on. I'd like to get an update from you, but how about? telling our listeners a little bit about some new interesting thing going on in your life. Yes, yeah, so for me, one of the really interesting things that happened to me recently is that I have got a job. Now, this is a really interesting job because I am working as a sales advisor at a local Lush. Now, for those of you who follow me on my personal accounts or you might have followed me from the start with Fashionability, you probably know that I'm a massive fan of Lush Cosmetics. Now, I applied about a month or so ago to become a sales advisor for Lush, and lo and behold, I started working there last week, so I'm now a sales advisor for Lush. And I think that's a really interesting thing, because obviously I am severely sight impaired, so I bring in a very unique perspective into the workplace with my disability, but also it's very comforting to know that I've been employed into the retail sector with my disability, and I'm hopefully going to be talking about how that impacted on me and how I was able to do the job with my disability. So I think it's a really positive step and I'm so pleased that I've been able to prove that being visually impaired or indeed having a disability doesn't necessarily stop you from working in the retail sector. What's brilliant about that is that not only are you raising awareness to the general public, which of course you do all the time every time you walk out your front door, but that you're also raising the awareness of the company. I'm sure you're one at least one of a very few, if any, visually impaired employees. So I'm sure it's been a great learning experience for the company as well. Yeah, and I definitely think that this will be a very positive step, and I just hope that I can use my knowledge of my experiences working at Lush to help other people with disabilities and to help them get a job in the retail sector too. Now, Laura, I really want to know about how you're doing at your end, so do tell us how your business, Elegant Insights, is going. Well, this happens to be a pretty slow time of year in general. Now, though, that it's the beginning of October and people are starting to get their heads around the fact that it's time to start shopping for the holidays, things are already picking up and we are going to be rolling out a couple of new designs for the holidays. I think we're going to try to get out our very first Braille embossed Christmas ornaments. Wow! Yeah, I've designed a couple of items and we're going to probably do it as a series. I'm going to roll out maybe just one or two this year to see how they go and next year roll out another one or two and they'll be collectible. Maybe we'll number them. So with that in mind, I have a lot of gearing up to do for the holidays. There's a lot of marketing and promotion for the holidays. So I'm about to whirl into motion, get 
my inventory ready, get my staff ready, get the products ready for the onslaught that is the holiday season. It sounds really exciting, though, and it's great that you're adding a new addition to your collection. Your jewelry is beautiful. I've, I've seen quite a lot of it, so I'm really pleased. It sounds like a fantastic idea, so good luck with that. Thank you. I appreciate your kind words. We want to give our customers something fresh and interesting and giftable, so we like to try to keep something new coming in and out all the time. Speaking of seasons, it has been a big fashion season, and you recently attended the premiere fashion event of the season with London Fashion Week. So tell me a little bit about what you did and what we can expect at Fashionability as a result. Yes, of course. So last week I went with my friend Bianca von Stempel to London Fashion Weekend to come to see what's going to be in fashion for autumn winter 2016. Now, as a result of that, I'm going to be doing a feature for Fashionability on some of the trends that we can expect to see for the season of for autumn winter 2016. Now, I think there's going to be quite a big revival of certain things like velvet and lace in very rich ruby colours and jewel colours is going to be a very big thing. Um, and also winter florals, but in, in a, a different ways. So it's going to be very tactile this season. So a lot of the things we're seeing are very tangible. They're very tactile. It's all about the materials that are used and the really rich colours and the embossing and the embroidery. So I'm really excited to report on it because a lot of the trends I really like anyway and I think they're really easy to wear and you know they're quite affordable and a lot of the things you can easily obtain from the high street or from you know uh, from, from everyday online stores so I think it's going to be really interesting and hopefully it'll be quite an interesting feature so there are three key trends from the season that we saw and I'm going to be reporting on all three in a post fashionability. I can't wait to hear and I love beautiful textiles. It's one of the things that I go for first in my own wardrobe. I love gorgeous textures and fine textiles. It doesn't matter as much for me the brand or the designer, the style of the garment. There's so many aspects of a garment that are secondary for me. The quality of the fabric and the detail, you know, they always say the it's in the details, and I love embroidery, I love surface treatments to fabrics, and I can't wait to hear your report. So if you like embroidery and very tactile, tangible things, then you're going to certainly love this. So I'm really excited to report on it, and hopefully you guys are really going to like it. And speaking of Bianca, you did a fantastic interview with her, and so to refresh our listeners' memory, Bianca is a visually impaired fashion designer. She is indeed. So Bianca von Stempel is a friend of mine and she is a fashion designer and she recently graduated with a BA in fashion and she released her collection of clothing and she has a very interesting way of designing things because she's designing clothing with visual impairment in mind and she wants to use fashion and use her love of fashion design to present how people with sight loss see the world and particularly how she sees the world. A couple of VIPs have arrived. Hi Fashionability, it's Bianca Von Stempel wishing you a happy second anniversary. Since my interview with Fashionability, I have graduated from Kingston University with a BA in fashion design. Recently, I was featured in Vogue Italia's September issue, and I am now off to Paris to speak at the Goethe Institute. I will definitely let you know what happens and keep you posted on any updates. Hope you have a great day, everyone. Bye. 
Hi Fashionability, Kelly Knox here. I just wanted to wish you wonderful people a very happy second anniversary. It really does not matter your age, size, colour or ability. Fashion really is for everybody. So keep flying that flag high. Since we last spoke, I have been in Brighton shooting for Hey Girl magazine. I will be in the body and soul issue. I had so much fun shooting and the images look really cool. So yeah, I'll keep you posted. In November, I will be speaking at the BU conference. It's a body confidence event all about reshaping beauty. And I will be there representing disability or more to the point, ability, because we deserve a place in fashion. But times really are changing and I do feel it's now time for the world and for the fashion industry to embrace this new generation of models. Sending you all lots of love on this very special occasion. Bye. So speaking of trends actually for autumn winter 2016, are there any trends that you're going to be coveting or sporting for this season, Laura? Well, as a matter of fact, I am in the process of undergoing a total transformation makeover. I decided that I've been in a rut and it's time for big changes. So one of the things I'm doing, in addition to completely changing my hairstyle. I have my hair currently is very long and very straight. I'm going to have it cut short and maybe put in some highlights or something. I'm also in the process of buying some new clothes. I'm about to join a gym and I bought a bunch of new cosmetics and beauty products because I realized that I have been in a cosmetics and beauty products rut for the last, gosh, I'm embarrassed to say maybe 10 years or so. And so I've adopted the fantastic metallics trend, the rose gold and metallics trend that's big for fall winter 2016. I have gone crazy over the Anastasia Beverly Hills glow kits. I've already purchased two. I also bought the Urban Decay Naked 3 Rose Gold eyeshadow palette. And so I have been on a bit of a cosmetics binge of late where I've purchased some of the new hot metallic glittery really luxurious high-end beauty products because I want to sparkle this holiday season. Rose gold is definitely a big trend here in the UK too. Rose gold is all anybody will be wearing this season, especially as highlights and on the eyes as well. So I'm really pleased to hear that you've got on the bandwagon of rose gold because I love rose gold myself too. I, I, I certainly think you'll be sparkling throughout the, 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 the holiday season. If not with your jewellery, certainly with your rose gold and metallics makeup and uh, whenever I talk to you about makeup you always make me want to add several things to my ever-going makeup wish list so uh, whenever I go out and buy new glowy highlights or metallic themed things I'm going to blame you Laura I'm just throwing it out there so everybody knows well I want our listeners to hear all about a fantastic new campaign that you are in development on to bring beauty speaking of beauty to people with disabilities, would you tell everybody about what you've got in mind and some of the goals for the campaign? I have been working with a charity called Scope. Now, here in the UK, Scope is a disability 
charity and I am one of their campaigners on the Scope for Change campaign and basically they got a team of young campaigners around the age between 17 to 29 and train them up in the art of campaigning and social media campaigning and everything they need to know so they can go off into the world and take on their own campaigns in whatever area they want to do. Now, my campaign that I'm working on is called Access to Beauty and the essential aim of the campaign is it's going to be a social media campaign to share their experiences of how the beauty industry can make their brand and their store, their products, more accessible to people with disabilities. And I want it to include everybody, so everybody with a disability can get involved, no matter what kind it is, and no matter what your experience is. And I want this campaign to not only raise awareness of disability in, and beauty and how it can be made more accessible, that is what it is in a nutshell, and it's still a work in progress at the moment, but I'm hoping to launch it, if not later on this year, early next year, so I will be surely doing a post on fashionability about it and everything you need to know and how you can get involved if you want to. Oh, that's fantastic. I think our listeners would love that. They would love to get involved. I think that there are so many ways in which fashion and beauty can be made more accessible, and I'll bet a lot of our listeners have ideas that you and I haven't even thought of, but I think our listeners might have some really great ideas. They would probably love to be involved. I certainly think so, and I think I want everybody to be involved. I want as many different disabilities to have uh, advantage point. I want to really encourage people to help me as much as I'm going to help them. So this is very much a thing that everybody can get involved with. And if you, you can organise a kind of a meeting with a local beauty store, if you can encourage a brand to sort of get involved and to listen to what you have to say when this campaign is launched, then all the better. So I am going to welcome everybody's input just as much. So this is essentially this this campaign will will start with me, but. The success of it will depend on how much people put into it and how much people want things to change and what they get, give out of it. So I will start it, but it will accelerate just as much as everybody else will put into it. So it's a campaign for everyone, and hopefully everyone can bring their own unique perspective into it and really make the beauty industry consider disability when they create products and they open up their stores and their brands. I already have a list of possible targets in mind, places I'd like to go and meet with someone and see if I can't affect change in my local area. You heard it here first, everyone. Emily's got a new campaign. We all are invited to participate, and we'll do a show when you launch, yes? So we can tell everyone to get going? Yes, definitely. I'll be doing a launch here and also on my blog, so you guys, along with my personal blog followers, will be the first to know. Fantastic. Another guest. Hey, Laura and Emily. It's Luke from LukeSamSound.com. I just thought I'd come and wish you a happy two-year anniversary. Keep up the amazing work. Now, who is this? Hello, faithful fashion ability listeners. This is Marana from In The Loop, your fitness and nutrition guru. Just wanting to wish Fashion Ability Channel a very happy anniversary and remind you listeners that I am back with a new series on making changes. If you're serious about making those lifestyle changes to get fit and healthy, follow along. I'm going to give you some helpful tips that are simple easy to follow, and will definitely help you on your journey to health and wellness. I'll see you soon. Thanks for stopping by, Marana. Okay, back to the show. 
I would just like to take a minute to acknowledge all of the people who have contributed to fashionability in the last couple of years. We have Andre Louis, who has provided us with our music. We also want to thank Drew Weber, who is the voice of fashionability. He does all of our show introductions. He's fantastic. What have some of your favorite interviews been? I mean, there's been so many. I mean, one of the most recent ones I love doing was, of course, with Bianca Von Stempel. The bloggers who I've recently interviewed, like Tanya Jane from When Tanya Talks. And I also recently loved interviewing Kelly Knox about fashion disability and being a model with a disability. And of course, best of all, Emily, you have been a great partner, and interviewing you is always interesting because you've always got something fascinating going on. As have you. Not only have you taught me so much about running a project and the skills you need to know for that, but you've also been a very great person to work with and a great online friend. And even though I've never met you in person, I feel like we know each other so well, and it's been absolutely incredible working with you. And it's just been a blast. You, you're just you're just amazing. And not only do you know so much about so many different things, you're also a whiz with makeup, and <laughs> you're just such a great person to talk to. So it's been I've really enjoyed my time, and I just can't wait to see what we're going to be doing over the next year. Absolutely. And it's funny, you and I have never met, and yet we feel like we know each other so well. But one of these days, I'm going to remedy this. I'm going to show up in your part of the world, and you and I are going to go shopping. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, they'll never forget us in the UK. Well, thanks so much, Emily. It's been great, and thank you for the updates. And I'll just remind everyone that if you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter account is at Inclusive Style. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash fashionability. Or you can send us an email at fashionabilitychannel at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast either by way of our website fashionabilitychannel.com or by way of iTunes or Google Play and thank you to everyone for listening to us for the past two years and we hope you stay with us we hope you continue to enjoy our content as we go okay everyone thanks so much for listening and until next time sparkle on stay fabulous